They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? Not crazy. This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's alive. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in, Hysteria Nation, to a very sore episode of Hysteria 51. I'm your host, Brent Hand, and I am moving very slowly this week. Because his dumb ass has a hernia. Sadly, that is correct. I woke up yesterday in pain, and no joke, I have no idea how this happened. Uh, Seabot, you care to venture a guess as to how this could have happened to me? My lawyer has instructed me to refrain from answering these types of questions. That's that's exactly how I figured you respond. Anyway, we are going to be doing things a little bit different this week since I'm moving around like a 90-year-old. I, I gave David the week off so he didn't have to deal with my bitching and crying and moaning and complaining because I'm in pain, but... Jay from Project Skeptic stepped up and is supplying the episode this week and have no fear because fear it is, is exactly what they need because your ass is in the episode with him talking more Bigfoot nonsense. Number one, it's not nonsense. And number two, I if am we're going gonna, to stop you right there. It is 1000% nonsense because I hunted all Bigfoot to extinction in the early 1700s. <laughs> right, right, right. I, I forgot. Pardon me for forgetting such things. Anyway. As I was getting at, it's a fun episode from an awesome podcast that you all should check out. I have links in the show notes so you can check all things Project Skeptic and give them a subscribe, give them a follow everywhere, please, because it's an awesome show and Jay's been really great. And if you enjoy the show and you want to talk to Jay or have maybe suggestions for him, hop on the Hysteria 51 Discord. He's on there all the time. We're always chatting, talking. You can pretty much just find him there uh, anytime he's in there throughout the day, just like I am. So please give that a follow. You can find links to that in the show notes as well. Or do yourself a favor and turn this off now. One of the two. Shut up. (sighs) Sorry. Anyway, no more nonsense from the bot. Without further ado, here I am joining Project Skeptic to talk to the big money monster, a Sam Squatch from my old stopping grounds of Southern Illinois. Enjoy. Or don't. Shut the fuck up. I'm here to discuss the so-called flying saucers. These teenage sisters believe they're haunted by a poltergeist. It isn't that impossible in this society. It happens. 911, what's your emergency? Welcome in, everybody, to another midweek episode of Project Skeptic. I am Jay, as usual, your host for the midweek episodes, and a little bit something different this week. Um, Every so often, I find somebody, you know, to come on the show and guest host on the midweeks and uh, talk different legends and lore from maybe their state or something different like that. So, all the way from the lower fourth dimension or Chicago... 
host of the very popular show, Hysteria 51, Mr. Brent Hand. What is going on, sir? How goes? Good, good. It's um, it's warm. <laughs> it's warm here in uh, central Pennsylvania today. We are going through a heat wave. We were at uh, 99 with 90-some percent humidity. So they're like, um, I, I was telling you before we started, I was happy to have power because we had a tornado came through here last night and it tore up everything so everyone's still without power in some areas which is with that kind of heat is terrible but uh the studio where we're at record out of is good to go so uh the the stars align for us or something <laughs> yes yeah, that's, that's weird like it was really strange this morning it was cold and overcast and then once it hit noon it was 85 degrees and it was just <laughs> humid and hot and everybody wanted to go swimming or go somewhere or not be outside just <laughs> you know just try to keep up on the ac and yeah, yeah we actually had our ac fixed yesterday thank god just in time we'd have been having issues and the guy came <laughs> and fixed it and i would have been crying in my basement or something all day today because <laughs> i work from home and it makes for miserable it's been not keeping up very well for the last few days so those are first world problems. I can't really complain that much, but you know, <laughs> yeah, that's that's rough. Even like because like the weather that you get uh, obviously comes dire- directly to us. So the rest of the week it's like nineties for the rest yeah. of the week. And it's, yeah, today ugh. it was like tied our our record high, and tomorrow it should break it. So uh-huh. that's just fun, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or what, or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, fun, I, I know fresh what hell, mean. BS, whatever. It's all it's all good. <laughs> so what have you been up to? I know you you stay pretty busy uh, working yeah. uh, all the show and everything. So I do our show, and I run a studio here out of uh, just outside of Chicago, Fourth Hand uh, Podcast Studio. Been doing that. We did a lot of travel. I actually just got back from from uh mexico we were down there for a week for a wedding and uh, just been a uh trying to get the world to feel back to normal we kind of had a, well the whole world had a couple years of ugh, and not traveling yeah. and doing this and that and the other um this sounds bad it was good for the podcast and it was good for the studio i got a lot of work out of it you know people were listening to more audio and stuff like that but uh uh, not so much good for the spirit. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. my wife is a like a, uh, oh, I don't know if you want to call her a world traveler, but she she fancies you know vacations constantly. So uh, she's like you know chumping at the bit and shaking <laughs> like a drug addict <laughs> to, to go someplace. So we're like, all right, so we'll try to do some stuff. So been trying to do that, but otherwise it's been business as usual. Yeah, that's what. Um we, we, we were looking at going uh, to Mexico or the Dominican at the end of the summer, maybe in the fall, something like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just, it, I, even though you get out, you still have that kind of cabin fever. Like you got to go, you got to go somewhere and yeah. do something different, I guess. Yeah. You know, get out, start a cult, you know, do something fun. <laughs> do do yeah, something with your life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Marry six or seven brides. Really live it up. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Really, really deliver yourself some uh, some hand grenades and stuff in the mail. And <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that, the Waco Times. Anyway, yeah. How about that? <laughs> Anyways, but we do have a topic tonight, and like I said on the intro here, when um, I had you on, so I figured I would pick a legend or lore from your state yeah. instead of the normal Pennsylvania legends that I do on my midweeks. So. Yeah. We got a topic tonight, the big muddy monster. 
Yeah, not only is this from my state. So I, I'm i from central Illinois. I live now in northern Illinois. This is from southern Illinois, but I went to college down there and I lived down there for five years. So I, I lived literally in uh, the same county as the big money monster stomping grounds, so to speak. A little, little bit 20 years later, <laughs> 20 plus years later, but uh, but yeah, same, same area. And yeah, it's just... No, I was just going to say, even at that time, you read and they always go, oh, it was, you know, a time that the city, they didn't like, they lean into this like crazy. <laughs> Every The big, well, the big money river, which we're going to get into is there. So it's named after that, but uh, they, they lean into this big money monster every time they need a... Uh, a scapegoat or something fun to <laughs> name a festival or something after. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. Uh, yeah. So the southern part of Illinois, Jackson County, is that the is that the right county? Yeah. So it's Jackson, Williamson. They're both right there. Um, Jackson County is the one that this was in, but uh, they kind of overlap. So yeah, Illinois okay. is big. People forget that it's long. Yeah. You know, this is like seven hours drive time south of where i'm at right now and then there's even you know after that so i don't know yeah. it's kind of a long state that way that's what we're we're kind of broad so i'm in the middle so it's like four hours to philadelphia from me yeah yeah, yeah. it's not it's not even close i mean i don't i don't frequent there <laughs> you, you know go get cheesesteaks on the on a whim <laughs> <laughs> no 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 so this this whole story kind of revolves. I mean, there's some other sightings, but the whole story kind of revolves around two solid dates back to back in 1973. As I've done these over the years, you're going to find some of the biggest monster stories or cryptid stories in the world that just won't go away had like one sighting or two sightings. Yep. You know, and this is a this one's not. I'm not ever saying that this one is one of the big ones, but it is. It really falls in line with the lack of of repetition with a lot of them. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Look at Flatwoods. Yeah, I mean yep. that was one one day. Yeah, one yeah. incident. Either an alien, a robot, or a really angry owl. One or the other <laughs> had a bad evening. <laughs> Yeah, but it's th- a whole the whole thing's wrapped or like even the, the there's a museum and everything wrapped around that for yeah yeah we had a friend of a show they went there and uh, they got us posters and and little like figurines we got a whole bunch of flatwood monster stuff so <laughs> nice I love that <laughs> so June 25th and June 26th of 1973 reports of a large white creature covered in mud begin to funnel into the local police station. Tall, white-haired creature covered in some sort of mud spotted in the woods outside of town around the Big Muddy River. So it's not just a fancy name. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so the, the, the first report came in just after or just before midnight on the 25th. A couple had been parking near a boat dock on the southwestern edge of Riverside Park next to the woods that means they were banging in the back of a car for those of you keeping track at home filling out your bingo card don't a lot of stories start like that though if you feel like that or it's always something there we were uh studying (laughs) star watching yeah right (laughs) and this is what gets me about this story too is this article says the two who were not married, yeah. <laughs> said they were in the car when they heard a loud screaming sound in the woods, wooded area and observed a large creature approximately seven feet tall. The creature appeared to have light-colored hair matted with mud. 
the creature appeared to walk on two legs and proceeding towards their car. Yeah, that is uh, something you never want to see when you're trying to get laid in the back of a, I don't know what the hell they were in, but yeah, like, uh, it's, co- oh my God, it's coming right for us type stuff. It's never, uh, it's never a good thing to yell when you're trying to get the boom boom on with some lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I always liked the, the fact that they're like, it was approximately seven feet tall. I, I can't tell if you're seven foot tall. I, I mean, I'm six two. And I might be able to tell somebody else that's like six foot around me. I'm but. six two as well. And yeah, I'm pretty good at telling when someone's like around me. My you know what my, my roommate for years was six nine. So he's kind of oh, a tall shit. guy. And you know, you'd see people taller than him. I would always know when someone was taller than him. Cause I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. Oh god dang, you know, like man, but uh it is I don't know. I guess I could throw that out. That guy's like seven foot tall or that thing. But it is yeah. hard, especially in the spur of the moment, to be like, you know, make claims of, of height. You know, but people yeah. do it all the time when they're robbed or, or whatever. So I guess I don't <laughs> want to split too many hairs on that. Not everybody has a seven eleven door with them that tells them the height. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank God they they were parked in the woods right next to the entryway to a seven eleven, so they just read the, <laughs> the the sign on the side of the doorway. Uh, so so they reported it to the local police even though they're under scrutiny that they would be you know busted for like parking in the 70s I'd, I'd imagine they're they're probably teenagers late teens something like that that's always still... funny to me is people always use that as a, in stories well you know it's true because they were parking and they came forward <laughs> anyway like there was some big deal or something I don't know maybe it was different time yeah. I don't know so the, the the police actually took this pretty, I, I, I guess, pretty seriously. If they actually searched the area with flash flashlights and spotted some tracks even in the mud mm-hmm. that were three to four inches deep, ten to twelve inches long, and three inches wide. Which the three inches wide doesn't seem like a very wide so footprint. I was thinking about that. I looked it up. So I wear a size fourteen, fifteen, depending on the sh- the shoe. Uh, I looked up size 14 because it had it listed. A size 14 U.S. is 12 and 3 16 inches long. Okay. Um, That is longer than these tracks were. That's not that big of a foot, really, in the grand scheme of things. Though, then again, you know, seven feet tall is right in line with most of the Bigfoot stuff. But uh, that's not a huge foot. And three inches wide is tiny, but... It's in mud. You don't know what kind of depression it got. Uh, yeah. But I, I was just kind of, when I heard that, I'm like, well, how long is, a you know, my foot? You know, and so I looked it up and, you know, it's over a foot long. So that's that's interesting. It's, it's easier to look it up than to, like, get a tape measure. <laughs> Am I going to bend over and measure it? Nah, nah Google, Google will do this for Google. me. <laughs> Uh, that and my so, wife walks in. What are you doing? Nothing. Get out. Nothing. nothing. It's longer if I measure it. Yeah. <laughs> By God, that's four and a half feet. <laughs> so, so the fo- the following day came and another call from. I see. I read the story two different ways. Was it was two teenagers or a woman? So I put it both in here. Whether the two. Yeah, were was the woman? The I read it too. It some said the woman called because her five year old saw it. Some said it was like two teenagers saw it, uh, or a teen in a fight. Yeah, it was depending on where you read the story. So this is just like every fucking story in the world out there about these things. Uh, yeah. Depends on who who's reporting it, kind of thing. 
Yeah, def- definitely. You see it all the time, too. I mean, it's yeah. no different from any other story. So that they say, whoever you take the story as, says that they saw a tall, white-haired, hairy creature out in a field at the edge of the woods. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, somebody, they're, uh, I would say, say it's a Bigfoot or whatever it is stalking the side of the woods. You'd probably be able to tell what it was, I yeah. mean, depending on the, the time of the day, I guess. Officers responded, and a neighbor said that her son told her about the creature he had seen in the field only moments before. So that, I mean, like I said, there's a little bit of muddling in the middle of that story, whether yeah. who saw it. And So Jerry Nellis, a police officer with the Carbondale Police Department, brought out a canine unit to search the area, which, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty solid thing to do if you're looking for a person or... Yep. And shout out to Carbondale, Illinois. That was my old stomping ground, SIU, Southern Illinois University. Nice. Uh, (laughs) Home of the Salukis. Really? Yep. I've I've never heard that. The the Salukis were Egyptian hunting dogs. They look like greyhounds, but they have furry ears. But they look otherwise just like a greyhound kind of thing. That's really cool. I've never heard that before. (laughs) They're actually, they think they're faster than a greyhound, but they won't chase inanimate like a rabbit like you know the the things so they don't yeah. race them but they can hunt down in the wild they hunt down like um what is it, impalas or whatever it was so Holy that's shit. faster than a greyhound so it's probably the fastest dog with an asterisk next to it because it won't run for yeah. sport <laughs> come on come on run no. yeah <laughs> no, no, i'm good well yeah i gotta respect a dog that's lazy <laughs> yeah for sure so the dog tracked descent to a uh, bar or out out barn or outbuilding, but refused to go into the building. <laughs> uh, other officers went to or so the thing with the um, with he just tracked whatever that they had seen to mm-hmm. this barn or outbuilding or whatever you want to call it, and that Nellis was the the officer, the canine officer, and the trainer, and he said uh, later. In his like report, he said, in his full opinion, it was just a bear. Yeah, and um, black bear would have roamed through that area. They also got you know back; they could get cougars and stuff through there. So it's not. Uh, so the thing about people think of Illinois as this flat state, which it is. Yeah, with all um, you know corn and soybeans, but Southern Illinois is incredibly hilly. And lots of rock and valleys and waterfalls and and Shawnee National Forest is there. It is oh, uh, cool. It's a mecca among Illinois. It's a beautiful, gorgeous area that doesn't feel like the the rest of the state. And there is a lot of wilderness. So if I was, it's not a far fetch. I've heard other people talk about this and be like, why would there be a bear? Well, that's <laughs> the exact area where you'd expect to find something like that. Yeah, see, we have all kinds of stuff up here too. We're in a you know the center of the state. We've got mm-hmm. forest and stuff all, all all around us. And I've actually, I've seen bears stand up on hind legs and stare at me mm-hmm. while I was in the woods. And it's terrifying because they're way taller than me on their hind legs. And I, I've seen them close as like twenty yards. Oh wow! So yeah, it wasn't a fun day. <laughs> <laughs> But we were on a we were on a side by side the four wheeler one time mm-hmm. and we came down across one and it just stood up and stared at us and we just wow. kept on going. But yeah, we we run into that stuff all the time. Never, I, yeah, I've never seen them. That's awesome. 
it's, it's, well, it's also it's, as long as from a distance, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 not as awesome as you might think. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so the other officers that respond went down the path uh, first identified by the teenage callers. There, the officer found some. The officers found some kind of slimy substance or film or whatever mm-hmm. on the trees. So. Mm-hmm. Is this is this mud from this muddy monster? Is it just that's kind of how I took it? Like it, it walked by and maybe like gotten it on it, you yeah. know, um, you know whether it's a a Bigfoot or a bear doesn't really change that fact of what that could be. Um, they didn't exactly do DNA analysis or anything like that, you know. <laughs> yeah. So we're not going to know other than they said, "Oh, that's weird." Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Taste it, yeah. <laughs> Nellis, Nellis, tongue this for me. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Lauren, or yeah, Lauren Coleman, a cryptozoologist who had studied the the big muddy monster story, stated it is within the context of other Bigfoot sightings. So, Mr. Lauren Coleman, he's kind of a, I've talked about him before. He's kind of came up in a lot of stuff. Um, I want to throw a couple barbs at him if I can, not to be a, a, a poo-pooer, but um, he asserts that, or he said many times that cryptozoology is scientific and skeptically minded, and a lot of people say that uh, he is the exact opposite of that. There's a science writer, Sharon Hill, uh, and she's said that uh, he's, well, Coleman's got this website, it's called Cryptomundo. And it's, she says that the members show blatant disdain for scientists and investigators <laughs> cri- critical of their claims. So anytime yeah. someone comes in and wants to do like a scientific uh, research or the method, they kind of just throw them under the bus kind of thing. Um, and he's also been called gullible by peers and scientists, like other researchers and yeah. scientists. Um, and he's even used Hollywood movies for examples of believability like well that's how that would act like no you're talking about the creature from the black lagoon (laughs) was like one of the things so uh, coleman is dubious to say the least but uh he gets quoted in a lot of these things because he speaks about a lot of these things yeah it's kind of like no no press is bad press or whatever type of thing as long as somebody's saying your name you're you're good not trying to be debbie downer but uh you know grain of salt that guy but yeah, it's the same way with them whenever they get like when they find hair and stuff like that from like any Bigfoot sighting or anything yeah. like that, and they're like, "Can we test this?" And they're like, "I just kind of want to keep it in this jar right here." Yeah, you know what? This is the missing link, but I'm not going to let you do that. Yeah, uh, we're going to keep this right here, but I'll charge <laughs> you money, and you can be in the same room as it. <laughs> yeah, you could take a picture with it for 25.99 for a nominal fee that's my <laughs> yeah. favorite term for a nominal fee you can insert whatever dumbness that i'm coming up with that week yeah yeah i mean you see that with it, it goes on and that kind of drives me nuts too whenever i'm trying to look into something i'm like why don't they just do it or well, is I, that the right i don't i don't begrudge someone or I, I don't look down upon someone for for let's say you had an experience and you write a book or something like that you you sell your story you know what? If you can, if you can tell your story, tell your truth, and and also make a buck, good for you. Exploiting people or exploiting it or lying uh, to make money is where I draw the line. But sometimes it's hard to figure out which is which. Yeah, uh, these- we've talked about that before too with some of like the UFO 
experiencers, you know, there's some of those stories that are so believable and you're like, yeah, but then there's people that have the stories and they're just like out there like, oh, you can buy my whatever for this. And or the Bob Lazar's that are, I don't make any money. That's $20. If you want that over there, I don't make any money off. Yeah. I'll sign that <laughs> uh, for $16. I don't make any money off of this. I promise. Yeah. Well, that's so. like the, yeah, that's, I, I mean, you can you can do what you can do, and if you had an experience like that, that's awesome. And I believe a lot of people that say they do, but that 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 point at some of those points, I'm just like, I'm done with it. I can't. Right, right, yeah, you know. But you know, it's also hard to look at someone and go, "You're a liar." But it's also hard to look <laughs> at someone and say, "Oh, you're telling the truth." So that's human nature. What are you gonna do? Yeah. yeah. So there is another there is another sighting slash sighting I guess of this muddy monster big muddy monster about um, a week or two later at the local carnival. That's just a carny. That's <laughs> the first thing. I <laughs> Let me guess. Had tiny hands, smelled like cabbage. <laughs> Kept pamming up the the uh, jars so you couldn't get the ping pong yeah, balls in them. The damnedest thing. <laughs> What is this slime? <laughs> it's a film over everything. Solved. Yeah, it's solved. <laughs> so the yeah. creature was messing with the livestock uh-huh. at the carnival, and uh, the ponies were trying to get free from their attack and run when the creature was around. Mm-hmm. Which I guess a bear would probably be the same. Yeah, absolutely. Do the same. Absolutely. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, then again, carnivals or stuff like that could attract bears. With the food and because they're big sweets like donut, they love donuts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they're always into the the sweets. And um, so carnival uh, workers gave the description of the creature: seven to nine feet tall. Now, this is the other one: uh, three to four hundred pounds, standing upright with brown, light brown hair. This time, so sounds much more like a bear, yeah, to me. Um, you know, but they were saying they saw it much closer um the the interesting thing about this is if you guys do any looking you can find so the entire police uh record is online um oh really you can download it and they've scanned everything and so the you know the forms which are you're there's not a ton of them but they did drawings and pictures and it just looks like a guy like an outline of a man standing it's like that's what it looks like and then one (laughs) of them is a straight up like monster bigfoot that like someone like had drawn um, it's like 67 pages they've gone over. And a lot of it's oh, like shit. letters of that they've collected over time. Um, interestingly, so when the, the guy who had investigated this for the, the uh, uh, I don't remember if it was Murfreesboro police or if it was the Jackson County that had it, there was only in the whole time he was there, it had been like at the time when he, rec- he retired, it was like 32 years later. So in the early 2000s, there was only two unsolved cases on the books. And this was one of them. <laughs> so like no he shit, would like awesome. had, yeah so he had like kept it open to like see what they could do or, or try to figure it out because he had said especially after talking to these carnies and stuff he thought that it was someone messing around and yeah. he thought over time someone would slip up or come forward oh yeah so they kept Makes this sense. open because he wanted to have a perfect record kind of thing oh I see I see but the, the the thing with this too is another like I I'm I, I am a bad guess of like I could never work at a carnival where people guess where I guess their weight. 
Yeah. That's another one. He's like three to 400 pounds. Right. That's still pretty. Even you're, if you're guessing within like a hundred pounds. Yeah. Right. That's tough. Yeah. So, so a few months have passed. Then a truck driver had seen a creature that resembles the big muddy monster in the southwestern town near the Mississippi River. Yeah. These tracks of the creature were actually plaster cast, and um, this was apparently the last sighting. Yeah. The, the, other that was than, tied to that name. Other than, you know, murals and <laughs> uh, the big muddy monster festival and big muddy beer. You know, and uh, well, there's the Big Money Brewery, and they've had different beers named after and stuff like that. The other thing about these casts, though, and, and if you look up the the police report, there are pictures of the original um, impressions and stuff like that. Oh yeah, uh, and this is an unfortunate thing. It's in mud when bears walk and they slide. It looks like human footprints a lot of times. Oh yeah. So it's another thing, and that's. It, I would fall for it too. And that's not to say that that's what it was. It's just hard to say one way or another, when you're looking at these things, what they are and the, the, the footprints uh, are not your normal. Well, this looks like a Bigfoot footprint. They're like lopsided type looking things. So yeah. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> we used to live in an area um, a couple years back, about 10 years now where um, they would capture nuisance bears and they would let them go on the road we lived on. <laughs> so we lived on a get we lived on a get. <laughs> get. So the, the Pennsylvania Game Commission would uh, capture nuisance bears that would get into the towns and stuff like that around. And then we lived on a dirt road on the top of a mountain. And they would drive back our road, probably I don't know, a mile and a half back our road, and open the gate and let them out. And mm-hmm. we'd see them all the time because you knew because they tagged them. Oh so you yeah, knew that, yeah. You knew it was a nuisance bear, but we had a, um, so I've, I've seen tons of bears and I know what a bear looks like up close and personal. Mm-hmm. And we, um, we had a metal dumpster at our, at our house too, with two metal lids on it that overlapped each other. We had a bear so big that lived around us. He pried those metal doors apart. Wow. Just, just so he could reach his paw down in and grab, uh, garbage bags out of it. Yeah. Yeah, and the one night he uh, he got on top of the garbage thing, and it was raining, and he left a big muddy paw print on the, on the size of or on the top of the dumpster, and it was as big as a serving dish. Would you say it was twelve and what was it uh, three eighths inches, three sixteenths inches? <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was it was giant. And yeah, we, some we of their always... pan, their pan prints, paw prints, man. They're just, and that's a black bear. You know, yeah. think of like you know brown bears or grizzly or Kodiaks. You know, you're getting yeah. into like just monsters. You know, twelve foot tall, damn near, and just you know, <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Anyway, <laughs> so, anyways, so th- I mean, this is kind of your mm-hmm. your legend, your your stomping grounds. Your, so, what was your like? What is your thought? Growing up and knowing, I mean, I I really felt at at this for such a small amount of of sightings and children being a lot of it. I figure it was probably a bear coming through the area because they weren't used to that. You could have seen it standing up, um, being muddy is no big surprise, especially if it's coming through an area. You know, these animals, whether it is a Bigfoot or a bear (laughs) or, you know, uh, any of these larger um, mammals, they travel large areas. 
yeah. you know, and sometimes they roam or they might run into another uh, male or something. So they're trying to get out of another area, you know, they're not supposed to be in. I could totally see that. Now I'm not going to say that there's no Bigfoots out there, but uh, this one just, it was a, it was more of a one and done or it was moving through the area no matter what it was. And yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if it was a bear. Plus, you know, the, the dog wouldn't go in there. The, the handler thought that he had, you know, he figured that it was a bear after, you know, seeing the things in, in the tracks and things like that. So, um, there's always the case though, like the police officer, the, the police chief thought that it had been a hoax and he was waiting for someone to come forward. Uh, but no one ever did, you know? And so now we're, you know, 50 years next year, uh, of this yeah. being a thing. So, yeah, that's a long time for yeah. someone to keep their lips sealed. This isn't too far after like, um, Patterson Gimlin either. You know, if you think like the big, where the big foot. fresh in the mind of people. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, yeah, I, I get the, I get the, the natural bear, you know, even a mangy bear. If a, or if a bear has some kind of skin problem like mange i mean they could be rolling around in mud or whatever trying to get mm-hmm. stuff on their on their fur uh, that that kind of i mean i may might make some sense right. too but yeah i do i do i do tend to that but it is a cool story i mean it is very cool. cool i just looked real quick because i didn't know patterson gimlin was 67 so yeah we're right on the heels of that um yeah. it is a cool story and there's nothing to take away and you know what They've embraced it with some fun little... If you go to Murfreesboro now, they have a mural in town, and one of the big things on it is a Bigfoot walking through the mural. So that's kind of fun. Uh, I like when... It is true. I like when back in the day, they'd be like, ugh, and they try to distance themselves, and now places are like, come here for the monsters. Stay for the local blah, blah, blah. You know, And they try to, <laughs> to draw in anything that they can. And if you guys do want to search for it, it's a beautiful part of the country down there. It's awesome. And if you've... Just, feel like you've seen illinois you haven't seen illinois till you see down there it's it's very cool yeah i i've never been west of bristol tennessee yeah <laughs> so yeah i've been all up and down the east coast i've never been really west hardly wow. anywhere wow not at all huh not even flown out way west and skipped over the midwest Nowhere, no huh? no wow i, I mean I, i've been in um i've been in mexico i guess if you want to consider that west right but, right but like uh, in the states though i've been from maine i've been from uh, maine to florida on the east coast but nothing west <laughs> yeah I don't know. you are you have experienced a very specific type of america <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome though i've kind of been yeah i've been to most of the states now that I haven't been to Alaska, Hawaii, but I've been to most of them. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, not for long periods of time, you know, in, in some of the areas, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I, you know, it's, uh, every part of America is different. <laughs> if you're not from America, one of the things that people forget about is how big, it, you know, our states are the size of some countries in Europe. You know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. they are that different <laughs> from one to another, some of them. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It just depends. And, you know, Southern Illinois is very south. You know, people forget uh, about how really? far south it is. Oh, yeah. You know, huh. most of Kentucky is north of Southern Illinois. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and uh, so it's um, you know it's very the Bible Belt and you know that kind of uh, different. Uh, it's a y'all part, whereas the northern part is not that type. You know, yeah. so people forget about that, and it's uh, yeah, 
It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn we're it. we're close to we're close to Pittsburgh, so we're yins. Yeah, y- yeah. Y- yeah. Y- yins, yins, yeah. yuns, and y'all. You know, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, anyways, Brent, where can everybody find your show? Tell them. I'll put them in the show notes, obviously, but you tell them where they can. Right outside of the carnival of- outside of town, playing with the ponies <laughs> is where you're going to find me. <laughs> now, uh, if you want to find us, it's Hysteria 51. You can find it anywhere. Just search Hysteria 51. Uh, we have a website. It's going to have links to pretty much everything. You can listen to us probably everywhere that you you listen to this show. So we're everywhere. So just look up Project Skeptic and you'll find us. And uh, if you're on Facebook, we have face uh, Hysteria Nation on there. It's a Facebook discussion page. We release uh, two episodes a week. We do like a, a, a weird news episode on Mondays now and then a regular episode every Wednesday. And we've been doing it for uh, a little over six years now and uh, hundreds of episodes. So there's enough of a back catalog for you to get bored and hate us in no time. So it's perfect. <laughs> I, I even go, I still go back and listen to some of the, a lot of the old episodes. Yeah. And- we talk about that a lot. And so I've, I was with the same host for like five years. And then, uh, my co-host now is David Flora. If you're familiar with blurry photos, uh, he is the host and uh, former, he was the co-host. Now the host of, of blurry uh, blurry photos now for a few years and him and I have been doing hysteria 51 for about a year now. So lots of, lots of fun and, uh, just, you know, dick and fart jokes about aliens and the <laughs> occult and Bigfoot and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, that, that's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like I've said before, like it's my favorite podcast. I'd listen to it all the time. Even yeah, when I don't have things, so that doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, <laughs> you, if you want to get a hold of us, obviously our Facebook group at Project Skeptic, our uh, email is Project Skeptic at uh, or Project Skeptic Pod at gmail.com. We're on Twitch on Friday nights at eight o'clock. You can live, we can watch your live stream there. Instagram is Project Skeptic Podcast, and if you can't remember any of that, uh, ProjectSkeptic.com. And only fan, only fans slash Project Skeptic for the dieharders out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the money's at, man. It's just I'm telling you, it's just feet picks, big feet it's picks. Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Brent. With that, I guess we'll thank uh, you so we'll much for up. having me. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for coming on, and uh, it's been uh, it's been a long time coming. Uh, trying to work with you, you know, getting. I know you're busy, so getting you on. No, great. love it. Thank you so much for having me. I, I really appreciate it, and uh, look forward to doing it again. Yeah, thank you. Later. Good night, guys. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria Fifty One. We'll be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. <laughs> Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite, join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.